0: Last week, we, we, we launched into this idea of, of instead of us just praying for, for, for God to, to intersect somebody's life or praying for a miracle to come up upon somebody's life, what if we became the answer to that prayer? What, what if we would be the ones that would be willing to, to step in? We would be prepared. We'd be ready to, that when these moments come our way, that God gives every one of us. We have opportunities, so many opportunities each and every day to, to shine the light of Jesus and give a, a, an answer. For the hope that we have, will we be ready when the moment comes? We looked at last week the the story of Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts chapter 8, and and I loved hearing stories this week of of people ready and they embraced moments. I I loved an email that I received uh, from someone that lives uh, in another part of our country that, that said, We were missionaries years ago and we had. A similar experience, much like Philip had with the Ethiopian that day. And, and, and they articulate, it was almost Bible. It was like I was reading Acts chapter eight. The reality is this, our paths cross with people each and every day, every moment. And will we be ready to share with them about the name that is above all names? Have you had some opportunities this week? Did anybody... Two. That's awesome. Great. Um, the rest of y'all listened to the sermon last week and just be sensitive and see what God wants to do. But I want to continue in the same vein as we gear up and get ready, uh, not only for next weekend, but, but just for life in general. Not only will we be ready when God sends these God moments our way, but will we be willing as well? Because the reality is this, there are needy people around every one of us. You know that, right? They're close by. You, you, You don't have to have a passport ready in order to go across the ocean to search for people that are needy. Listen, you live next door to them. You're, you're, Kids, you go to school with them. Listen, they're on on. They they play on your kids' sports teams. You 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 shop in the same places with people that are just needy. And 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 so today, are are we willing to step into those opportunities when God brings them our way? Amen. We say this often around here at nineteen ten that we need to obey the Spirit promptly right and, and and listen, God's going to give you these moments, and hes gonna, he's going to uh, uh, give you just uh, uh, an urge to to step in Have you ever missed some of those moments though? Wow, Godly, yeah. And we can we can we can stress so much over missed opportunities. And and as we said last week, some of those they're, they're, when they're gone, they're gone forever. Listen, th- th- this week's a heavy week for me because I know I know, and, and this is how you can pray for me. I know that next week, and I'll have one crack at some people with the gospel. And man, I just pray, I pray that that we honor God with that, and that we maximize this opportunity because you're inviting them, you're bringing your friends, and we want to give them an opportunity to come face to face with the savior that can change their lives, right? Bring transformation. And so pray that, but we have these moments and will we be willing to step into them and make the most of them? I want to read to you today was probably one of my favorite stories of all of, uh, 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 of scripture. It's, it's found in Luke chapter 10. And when I was a little kid, I, I used to have some books. Do you, do you guys remember, uh, record players? <laughs> and by the way, if you have a record player, you know, our worship, we have albums for sale in, in Restore. We have vinyl Vinyl. In fact, take, take a young person and introduce them to, to vinyl, okay? Uh, but I had a book, I had a record player, and I used to camp out uh, with it a lot and listen to me. But my mom had purchased these books that were, were Bible stories that had pictures, and, and you could play the record and it would read to you. I, you know, I was a little slow. I, I, you know, I, some of y'all say, You were? I still am sometimes. I, I'm taking gingkoba for that, and <laughs> echinacea. I don't know what that is. But anyway, um, I'm lost right now. Where was, I? oh, books when I was a kid. Yeah, I had stories and, and, and it would beep and I'd turn a page, but I had this story that I'm about to articulate to you. today. It became one of my favorites on so many different levels. So if you'll let me, I wanna read it from the Bible and I wanna talk to you about what I see in this story uh, about someone who stepped into a moment when God gave it to him and he was willing to, to, to get dirty and intervene on someone's behalf. Can I, can I read the Bible to you guys? At, uh, Luke chapter 10 says this. Jesus tells a story that there was a Jewish man who was traveling on a trip from Jerusalem to Jericho and he was attacked by bandits. Now, swing, stop the bus right there because this was pretty common on this road between Jerusalem and Jericho. It was notorious for, for attacks and, 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 and bad things happening. And, and so this man is attacked, this Jewish man, it says they stripped him of his clothes, they beat him up and they left him half dead beside the road. And by chance, praise God, there was a priest that came along. But when he saw the man lying there, he crossed by the other side of the road and he passed him by. There was a temple assistant that walked over and he he looked at the man lying there, but he also passed by on the other side. And then a despised Samaritan, what kind? A despised Samaritan came along. And when he saw the man, he felt compassion for him. And going over to him, the Samaritan soothed his wounds with olive oil and wine and bandaged them. Then he put the man on his own donkey and took him to an inn where he took care of him. The next day, he handed the innkeeper two silver coins, telling him, take care of this man, and if his bill runs higher than this, I'll pay you the next time I'm here. And then Jesus asked the man that he was telling this story to, he said this, now which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man? who was attacked by the bandits. And the man replied, it was the one who showed him mercy. Some translations say compassion. And then Jesus said, yes, now go and do the same. Father, I pray that you would use this familiar story to so many of us in Luke chapter 10 to remind us that there are not only needy people all around us, but God, you're calling us to step in and do whatever we can to help them in their time of need. May we do it all for your glory. In Jesus' name, everybody said amen. Amen. Listen, this story to me serves as a great call and a challenge to the church of Jesus Christ today. The question is, are we willing to engage others whenever we see them in a time of need? I wanna draw out some things from this story that that, that I find that are important for us to to consider. And and, and one of those is is that I think that we must must see people's need and not their worth. This story is is pretty basic to me that that, that there are some main characters. There's this, first of all, we, we read about a priest and praise God for this priest, the holiest of all Jewish men at the time time. And he walks down this road from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he sees this man laying on the side of the road. Now we would expect that 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 a holy man would would stop and, and and be willing to intervene in somebody's life in a time of need. But by law, you need to understand that this priest was 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 forbidden. He he might defile himself if he came in contact with a dead body. Now the scriptures doesn't say that this man was dead. He was only half dead. I don't know how you determine that as like medium or rare. I don't know, but he's like, he's half dead. He's not dead, but this priest knows that, Hey, I can't come in contact with the dead body. It might defile myself. I don't know if he was on his way to an engagement. And he thought if I intervene here, if I meet this man's need, you know, I, I might get dirty, mess up my robe and, and, and I've got to go pray at the chili cook offers. And I just might, 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 might mess up. Well, I don't know what, but the scripture says, Jesus just tells us that this priest says holiest of all Jews does nothing this is a jewish man that's in need on the side of the road this is this is not somebody of a, of a different uh, ethnicity this is this is one of his own and what we find that this man did not think this suffering man was worthy of saving. Scripture says Jesus says there was a Levite. There was this temple assistant that comes by as well. So the priest misses the moment, but this, there's this there's this this temple assistant. They they would be a modern day altar boy. Any former altar boys in the house today? Come on, I know we've had, there you go, there you go. Uh, uh, but this, this altar boy came by and, and, and the, now the priest might have some good reasons why he can't intervene and help this man in his time. Of need. But I'm telling you, this temple assistant, listen, it, it, there, there aren't any excuses for him. It'd be hard for him to, to come up with, with an excuse not to help except that of, of, of apathy. For whatever reason, here's what we find in Luke chapter 10. There are two really good Jews that, that walk by a fellow Jew in their time of need. S- someone who, who Jesus says w- w- was a neighbor. S- someone that they should consider their neighbor. But for whatever reason, they thought this man in Luke chapter 10 in this moment was unworthy of compassion. Can I ask you a question today? Have you ever passed by someone in need because you deemed him or her not worthy? Have, have you ever had an attitude like, hey, he's not worthy of my compassion because, you know, he he spent all his money on, on liquor, and so therefore he, he deserves to be hungry. H- have you ever had the attitude that, hey, she's not worthy because she got pregnant when she was 16, and so she deserves to be overworked and underpaid? Have you ever had the attitude that, hey, he's not worthy because you know what? He gambled all of his money away, so he deserves to be to be homeless. Have you ever, have you ever passed by a need because you deemed somebody unworthy? Luke chapter 10 is is a reminder that compassion is, and mercy is is based on need and not worth. I'm reminded when we look at this story that, that being willing to help someone, sometimes it might not seem logical, but I'm telling you, it's the right thing to do. Now, if you know anything about the Jews and the Samaritans, you know that the Samaritans were, were hated by, by the Jews. In fact, the Samaritans were considered a, a half-breed. They, they, they were descendants from, from the Jews who, who intermarried, intermarried with, with the Babylonians during the Babylonian invasion. And, and, and Jews would do anything they could to avoid coming in contact, not c- coming near a Samaritan. That they would oftentimes travel great distances out of their way, mileage-wise, just so they would not have to pass through an area where these Samaritans lived. I, I, I know that, that, that racial tensions and biases, that is just a biblical issue. It would never rise up in our culture today. But I'm telling you, the Jews and the Samaritans were on opposite ends of the spectrum, now, remember the priest and the Levite were Jew. The man herded, uh, herded, herding on the side of the road that it was Jewish, right? But yet they passed their fellow Jew by. But yet it was this Samaritan, Jesus says, that felt compassion towards him. That, 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 that word compassion in the Greek, it means to stir in, in, in the bowels. We, we might say it this way in our culture today. I just had a gut feeling, You ever had a gut feeling that you needed to step in and help somebody in a time of need? But here's the deal, it didn't make sense. It wasn't logical. I'm gonna be late to work if I stop and render aid to somebody on the side of the road. Or, 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 hey, you know what, man, man, I I may get sweaty. It's hot in Texas. It's it's coming, it's coming. I know it felt like Christmas this morning when you woke up outside, but the heat's on the way, I'm telling you. And and, and, and I'm gonna get hot and sweaty or or I don't have time for that. And have you ever, have you ever just had this gut feeling when things didn't make sense to you that you saw somebody in a time of need and, and you just said, you know what, it doesn't make sense. There may be consequences, but you know what? It's just the right thing to do. You remember that? Right is always right, isn't it? Right is always right. And, and, and sometimes we have this stirring within us, right? Just to help somebody in a, in a time of need. You know, my, 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 one of my Facebook feeds, one of the pages that I watch uh, on, on, on Facebook, I'm not gonna tell you which one it is, but it has something to do with, with citizens in our community it was littered just this last week, last few days with, with someone on the side of the road begging. And and, and I just read, I I read all like 259 comments in my heart. Listen, we, we, we may not be able to solve people's issues, but sometimes there's just the right thing to do. When, when, when there's someone in need and, and I don't know about you, but there have been times in which I've passed by somebody because, you know, what can I do to really help or hint? There's, there's, and, and, I, and I don't know if I'll ever solve any, but there have been times in which I have to stop because I just knew that the Holy Spirit was saying, hey, this is the right thing to do right now. You, 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 you need to stop and, 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 and do something. That's what compassion is, guys. Compassion means to, to, to suffer with someone. And here's what I'm reminded of when I look at Luke chapter 10. God's not calling us to fix people's problems, but he's calling us to come alongside of them and enter into their suffering with them. Ooh, he wants us to come alongside of people. And I'm gonna hit this, later on, but, but we were all in need and God came alongside of us in our greatest time of need. And so for me to say, you know what, God, I'm worthy, but, but he or she's not shame on, uh, on us. Listen, we don't have to solve the problem. We, we, we might not be able to, to, to figure it all out, but, but listen, I, I just think that God's calling us and as he, as he was in Luke chapter 10, this, this Samaritan, hey, listen, I think I can suffer with, I can suffer with, I can't solve the problem necessarily for, for Christians persecuted around our world, but I can suffer with them. I can, I can enter in that cancer victim situation. The person that's sick, the the person that's abused, I might not be able to solve that, but I can suffer with it. The person that's hungry or poor, what about the orphan? What, What about the club dancer? What about the person that's incarcerated? Listen, we might not be able to solve the problem and it might not be logical, but I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit of God sometimes calls us, listen, I want you to suffer with them. Are we willing to do that? I'm reminded when I look at Luke chapter 10 that we can and we must do something. This Samaritan had a gut feeling as he walked down the road that there's a Jew. There's a Jew. And and while many of his Samaritan friends and family might've said, you know what? He's already half dead. Let me go take care of the other half of him and just put him out of his misery. This Samaritan in Luke chapter 10 has compassion, scripture says. And he shows mercy towards this Samaritan. And he moved towards that person and he began to do something. He did something. Scripture says, the story says that he did around six things. He went over to him, he, he, he soothed his wounds, he, he bandaged his wounds with oil and wine, it says. He, he, he put this man on his own donkey. You know what that means? I don't know how many donkeys you travel with. But he put him on his own donkey. That means that wherever he took this man, whatever in he took this wounded Jewish man to, that means that this Samaritan walked the rest of that way. Put him on his own donkey. That's like, hey, listen, here's, here's the keys to the Bentley. You just take it and go. Is that how you roll? Is that what you do? He took care of him. He, he not only got, got him to an inn and, and paid so this guy could get a good night's sleep, he told that innkeeper, hey, however long he needs to stay to recuperate, I'm taking care of his expenses. Wow. Just had that gut feeling. That's compassion. That's that stirring within him. Listen, we may not be able to help everyone everywhere, but we can help someone somewhere. Who's that someone for you? Who is that? Well, what's that situation that, 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 that you know of right now that you can step into? And for whatever reason, you've been avoiding it. And I just wanna remind us that, that, that being willing to step into these moments, being willing to be used and obeying this, listen, it, it may cost you something. It's gonna cost you something if you step into those. It cost the, the Samaritan something that day. It cost him his time. He was probably on his, on his way somewhere. He had to get somewhere. But, but we know it, it, it also cost him his money. You know, it, there may be some situations that God's calling you to step into and asking you, are you willing? And it may cost you to, to delay some of your plans. It may cost you to, to be late somewhere, but will you give your time or, or money? Whoa, now that's a little bit deeper. But what about those situations like in Luke 10 where it's time and money? Wow, this guy answered with everything he had with his whole life. And I just can't help but think that there are some situations in which the Holy Spirit of God is prompting us. You see, that's that gut feeling we have as believers. That's the Holy Spirit of God prompting us to do something. You ever felt it? And what will we do? Not only will we be ready, we'd be prepared, but will we be willing when we see a need around us to step into that? You know, it reminds me, I told you I was going there. It reminds me of someone that looked into our lives and saw needs of a whole world. And, and, and he didn't just pray, hey, hey, Father in heaven, listen, look what's going on. Look, look at the waywardness. Look at the sinfulness. Look, look at all these hurting people. God, look at all, these, all the diseased and the afflicted. Look, look, look at these that, that have no clue as to who you are. God, would you just send someone to take care of it. Jesus became the answer to that prayer, didn't he? Because he saw all of what I just described to you. And instead of waiting for someone else, you know what he did? He took action. He took action. He did something so that you and I could be given hope. He did something so that you and I would, would no longer have to live lonely, Without purpose, he, he 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 took an action that 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 would give you and I hope and in in a, in a future and and in, in life and joy despite our circumstances while we're here on earth. And in Romans chapter five verse eight it says, "But God put His love on the line for us by what did He do? He offered His Son in sacrificial death while we were of no use whatsoever to Him. He took action. You know, today is Palm Sunday within the the Christian faith, right? This is the day that that's symbolic of Jesus making his his triumphal entry into Jerusalem. What made it triumphal was because there were people waving palm branches and, 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 and waving them as he rode in on a donkey. And they were shouting, Hosanna. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And Jesus is just eating it up and he is loving it, isn't he? No, he's not. His heart hurts. You know why? Because he knew that these same people that are waving and shouting his accolades in in, in just a few days and even hours would soon, those cheers would become jeers, And instead of shouting his praises, they would be shouting for his neck and his death. You know what else hurt Jesus? I believe that day was he knew that these people were far from God. He knew their hearts would turn. He, 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 he knew that, that, that they really would not make room for him in their lives. And it broke his heart. And he knew that he needed to take action. He knew that he needed to do something to bring these fans into the family. I just think that God's looking down upon this family today and, and he's calling us to do something as well. He's calling us, hey, hey, church, will you, will you be willing to step into some of the messy situations in our culture today? Will, will, you, will you be willing to, to step into to some people's lives? And listen, it's not only gonna require some of your time, it may cost some financial obligation, but would you be willing to, to step into to some of these hurtful situations going on in, in your world? Will, will you be willing to do so? Can you invite someone to church so that they could could have an opportunity to hear about me? Can can you help someone maybe with with yard work? Would you would you visit the 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 the, the widower on your street? Would you make a visit maybe to? A, a nursing home and just smile and just be present will you carry on a, a conversation with someone who maybe is is lonely hey would you be willing maybe to serve in kids ministry so boys and girls could have an opportunity to come to know who Jesus is hey hey would you be willing to to push a grocery cart back to where it goes will you be willing to pray with someone that's hurting hey are you will you be will you be willing just to step in to people's lives that are all around you, or will you pass by on the other side of the road? Jesus asked this man today, now which of these three would you say was a neighbor to the man? And the man replied that day, it was him who showed mercy. And Jesus said, yes, now go and do the same. Church, go and do the same. Go and do the same. Be the answer to the prayer. Be the one who brings the hope. Be the one who, who, who offers the assistance. they Go and do the same. You know, we've got some folks in here that I believe are willing. In fact, there's some of you that are willing because you've been praying about it and you've already determined, I'm gonna make room for some people. i want to do something really crazy right now. Are Y'all ready for this? Heads up, wake up from your nap because I would love the house lights to come on and I don't want anybody to be embarrassed right now that's sleeping. Can we get the house lights? Perfect. I wanna do something. Some of you have been praying about making room. You love 10 o'clock because you get to sleep a little bit later and go eat breakfast, right? The sun's out when you come to church, it's dark when we come. That's all right, I'm not mad, you're here. You guys know at 10, 11, 30, we're busting. I'm just wondering if there's any of you that have said, you know what pastor, we're gonna be willing to leave this service and we wanna make room for other people to come and experience, we're gonna create some space. If that's you today, I want you to do something crazy with me. I want you to come stand with me down front. If you're willing to make room, you're going to commit to 8.30. 8.30 worship? Come on. 8.30? Come on, if that's you, I want you to come join me down front. Come on. Yeah, I think you can clap for that. He's not calling everybody, but he's calling some of you to be willing to do that. Come on. Come on. Awesome. Cameras, I want you to record these faces because if they're not here... Oh, just kidding. Just kidding hey i want y'all just come hey staff come join me down front because here's the deal here's what's happening here you guys you know what you we're gonna pray over you john mark i'm praying over you guys you know what you're missionaries you're stepping out you're doing something that's radical not everybody's doing what you're gonna do not everybody's look at these people that's okay we need y'all here we need y'all to bring the thunder at 10 o'clock but i want you to look at this that's what 50 seats 60 seats that we just made available at 10 o'clock at 10 o'clock check that out so here's what I do I want everybody to stand with me and I want us to pray over these missionaries and I want us to affirm them and let them know that this small sacrifice hey it's a big deal this is a big deal thank you Corinne it's a big deal it's a big deal big deal thank you guys for doing this I want you to reach your hands as we commission these missionaries right now God, I want to thank you for these men and women that have said yes. Hey, you know what? We're, we're willing to, to leave something that we're really comfortable with. We, we like the people we sit with every week at 10. It fits our schedule. But God, they've said yes because they understand that there are still many that are yet to come that seats are full, and there's no parking spots left, and and, and they're, they're creating space, they're making room for those yet to come. And God, I know that just as pumped as I am about this right now, you're even more thrilled. It brings you delight to see your children willing to sacrifice so that others can experience your presence. God, I pray blessing over every home represented in this group right now. Lord, I pray that they would be faithful, that they would be faithful to that 8.30 time, that they would bring the same passion and energy. Don't you guys walk into this house next week feeling, oh, I'm so sleepy. Can't believe I did. Uh Uh-uh. God, infuse them with with your spirit and energy and, and joy. God, as they continue to serve, we're we're gonna help them find another place to serve so that it fits their 8.30 schedule and they can serve at 10, Lord, for the next hour. Lord, I just, I thank you for this sacrifice. They're willing to do this. And Lord, I know that you bless sacrifice, doesn't he? He does that. Look at scripture. Whenever sacrifice is present, blessing follows. Whenever sacrifice is present, blessing follows. And Lord, I pray that over these individuals' lives. We thank you for them in Jesus' name. Everybody said, "Amen." Thank you. Round of applause. You guys can go have a seat. Thank you so much. Did y'all record that camera team? I want those faces. Hey, listen, those of you that are making room, I want you to fill this card out and with that ten thousand dollar check, drop it in our tithe box this morning. You say, I'm just kidding. Hey, for the rest of you here, ministry team, come join me down front. Will y'all do that? Listen, I want you to understand something, and we mention this every Sunday we're together. We we. It is an honor for us. It's an honor for us to come alongside. Chris, it's an honor for us to come alongside of people and pray with them in a time of need. We're willing to do that. That's why these guys and gals stand up here every Sunday at the end of the service, and they stand up here as long as it takes. Yeah, Matt and Candy, come on up. It takes, or Matt, you're leaving. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, that's fine. They pray and they stand here because we care about you, and we're willing to step into your situation. Grady, we're willing to partner and come alongside of people, right? Bruce, we're sharing. that's why you're here, right? We're willing to enter into and encourage you. So today I wanna invite you all to stand because we're done. But I want you to know that we're gonna stay here today. And if we can pray with maybe a health declaration that's been spoken over you this week, we would love to partner with you with that. Hey, if there's a relationship issue, hey, can I remind you it's tax season. I know there's financial stress for every one of us. Anybody got any extras? come see me and help a preacher out, right? But we're gonna render to Caesar, what is Caesar's? That's the right thing to do. If you don't like it, move somewhere else. Ooh, big great sermon series, right? If we can partner pray with you on anything, don't miss this moment. This is as holy a moment as everything else we've done today. Lord, thank you for being with us. Have you felt this presence today? And Lord, I pray for a church that's willing and ready to step into people's situations and be Jesus in the midst of it. All for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you guys, you're dismissed.